Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. Welcome back if you're a returning listener and obviously hello if you're new. Um, A bit of a weird one, so I'm not actually joined with Sam today. Really, really weird that I'm sat here without Sam. Um, But unfortunately, she is just super, super ill. She's had a bit of a mad one. So actually, it's not a traditional Pump Up The Jam podcast. However, we've had to bring in the reinforcement. So I do have someone here. I'm not just going to be sat by myself talking to you. Um, So introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Ash. Hello, Ash. Welcome. Thank you for having me. That's all right. As I said, it's a bit weird Sam not being here. Not that as I said, not because I don't love you. It's just <laughs> me and Sam normally do this. We do this for like two years. Yeah. So it's a bit weird doing this without her. Sam, get better. We love you. We miss you. So because Sam is not here, I'm going to have to sort of play main host. Ash is going to sort of be doing his own stuff. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't really want to invite you on and just be like, talk about our stuff got my own list of stuff yeah and then also sam she might not be here but she has sent over um her notes as well so we were fully planning on her doing it but she's just too ill so as she's not here i will have to do the rundown yeah um so as usual we're gonna do the albums we've been listening to obviously last month was a bit of a different one um so we've got to kind of catch up from november as well we'll then be doing our favorite singles um record of the month as per usual we've got a bit of news um and also the main theme as always because it is january we will be doing our 2019 wrapped so let's get into it. it so i think we should kick off with harry styles my love my love harry styles so fine line it is 12 songs 46 minutes 43 seconds what did you think of it? Decent length. Uh, I think it's a great album. It's good to just chill and listen to. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And that's coming from someone who's not actually a Harry Styles fan. But did you actually listen to any of his first album? Not fully, no. So that might have been why. I've probably well, missed out. I enjoyed it. Um, and I know, actually, even though Sam didn't enjoy his first album, she actually really enjoyed it as well. So, um, yeah, Sam has put here that she wasn't expecting to like it, but uh, listened after the single was released um, and she loved it. I remember even speaking to her and she was like, you know what, I'm really enjoying it. And I was shocked because I was like, Harry Styles, you're enjoying (laughs) Harry Styles. Um, But yeah, I think definitely from my perspective, this album is a bit more emotional I think his first album, yeah, it does deal with, like, emotional stuff. But this is a bit more like, you can tell he's gone through, like, a heartbreak. It's more deep. Yeah. It is definitely, like, oh, it's so sad. (laughs) Um, Even all the emotions. Yeah. But I think he, we, me and Ash were sort of doing a bit of research last night as well. And we were kind of got into this little discussion of, like, saying, this album, for me, I think he's more confident not i don't know how to describe it because it's not like his first album was like i loved his first album so much so that it made me want to go and see him live (laughs) that's what i did um but i don't know it's just something about this album that i felt i feel like he's found his niche like he's not afraid to push boundaries but yet he's still okay with sort of 
being in that pop mainstream yeah. realm. Like, mm-hmm. he's not afraid of that. Definitely hear, like, his inspirations yeah. throughout the album. So, for me, I can hear a bit of Bowie. I can hear a bit yeah. of, like, Fleetwood Mac. Which, again, is always exciting for it me. Is, yeah. Um, So, obviously, he's got his more, like, mainstream songs, like, Falling. Like, it's a very sad emotional song that i feel like all the little teeny boppers would enjoy (laughs) um but then you've got sort of more songs that are a bit more indie but then he'll Mm. do other songs that have more of that 70s vibe but yeah i think his voice is amazing on this album yeah i agree yeah i think it definitely not that he his last album didn't show that i just think this album is really like it kind of feels a lot more sort of settled yeah again i don't know if that's more his confidence, his confidence coming has out. come out he's kind of settled in he kind of knows what he wants to do what he doesn't want to do yeah so yeah sam's put as well that it's she really enjoyed the vibe um you can definitely hear his influences yeah. so she agrees with me on that one she's also put that there's a great arrangements in all the songs and i have to agree as well i think yeah i really enjoyed it so for me, my favourites were Lights Up, I think, as the first single. That definitely grabbed me. Um, to Be So Lonely and then Treat People With Kindness. Do you want to talk about your favourites? Yeah, uh, obviously, the Watermelon Sugar. It's great. Watermelon Sugar. Uh. It's just, yeah, super, <laughs> super catchy. Yeah. Gets sort of stuck in your head. and But then, then for me... Lights Up was like, yes, really love this. Then Watermelon Sugar took me a little bit of time. It's more of a, like a, a grower track, that one. Yeah, where now I hear it and then it's stuck in my head for hours yeah. upon hours. I definitely found that this, yeah, the whole album pretty much was catchy from mm. start to finish. Mm. It's just something you could really sort of, you know, vibe to, really. It's just yeah, chill. and it's got some more mellow stuff. It's got the mellow stuff, obviously the poppy ones. Mm. Definitely got an indie vibe to it. And I do want to say, though, I think what, with Watermelon Sugar, I think what got me was he tweeted something like, Kiwi walked so Watermelon Sugar could run. And so I was like, (laughs) oh my God, like it's going to be like this rock track, like I'm really excited. And maybe that's why it took me a bit longer, because I was like, oh, I thought it was going to be like Kiwi. You kind of expected it to be one thing and then it turns out it's but I something do, different. I do love that song also. Um, so Sam's favourites from this album are Golden, Adore You and She. Adore You's. Have you seen the video to that? I haven't seen the video it's to that. It's a very good one. I would recommend it. It's almost like he's like a loner and then he befriends like a fish. He's also a bit of a loner. And the fish awesome. like keeps growing and growing and Harry's like, no, I've got to... <laughs> keep you safe yeah. but it is it's weird but it's it's cool so moving swiftly on an album that came out the same date as harry's album it is stormzy heavy as the head 16 songs 54 minutes and three seconds what do you think i thought it was pretty good yeah i enjoyed it did you listen to his other album I'd i said listened that with to, harry as well i'm I like listen to did you listen to that i think his last album was the gang signs and press yeah yeah, I listened to that. Yeah. And I didn't mind that one either. I thought yeah. that was quite good. Yeah. Because I've only really known Stormzy from a couple of his the singles like and stuff singles, that he puts yeah. out. Yeah, so when um, Gang Size and Prez came out, listened to that when it came out, mm. thought it was pretty good. And then, yeah, obviously Heavy as the Head, completely different feel to this album. Yeah, so Sam um, has put here, it's a lot singier than expected. 
um, but she thought it was a well-rounded album. Kind of similar to the Harry album, like, Stormzy's a grime artist that sort of, again, isn't afraid to push boundaries, but I feel very much with this album, he doesn't mind about putting out mainstream pop songs. No, he likes Or, like, being in the mainstream. I think as much of the theme of this album sort of contradicts that i don't think he has an issue with being in the mainstream no well you know it's well deserved i think from him he's done a lot over the years and kind of grew like a really big fan base yeah after dropping gang signs and prayers and then you know obviously this new album heavy as the head it's kind of just sort of keeps just growing and growing yeah for me i thought it was quite nice that it was a little bit different or not what i expected it to be yeah i think it was quite nice that it wasn't like a typical stormzy album which i don't know because it kind of contradicts because i do like stormzy when he does his grime but i think for me i quite like it when artists do try something different because it shows a bit of depth to them and sometimes unfortunately stormzy's tracks tend for me personally sounds probably listen to this like shut the fuck up um for me personally sometimes his tracks do sound very very similar samey so it's quite nice to go through this album and actually each track have its own sort of sound it's got its own sort of feel its vibe the different sounds to all of the songs it's just it's different it's nice it's good that you can kind of do something a bit different Mm. and again he's not afraid to do something different yeah so sam said that she enjoyed it um she doesn't think that it's as good as Gang Signs and Prayers. Um, so I think that's probably her preferred one out yeah. of the two, which is fair enough. Both, again, sort of going back to Harry's album as well. Um, again, both albums, which means Sam always talk about, like, we quite like that when there's males talking about their emotions. So, yeah, okay, like, Harry's album might be like, oh, he's going through a bit of a heartbreak. But he's still, like, vocalising those emotions. And with Stormzy, again, he's sort of vocalising it and sort of talking about his emotions and how he feels about his fame. The fame and the limelight. Because he has sort of, like, just rocketed. Just been, yeah, just pushed straight into Um, the mainstream and... I mean, the features on this album is really cool as well. Um, Yeba, who, if you've listened previously, um, Sam really likes Yeba. I mean, she features quite heavily on Mark Ronson's last album, so we talked about that. Um, So I quite like that track. Even though it is just an interlude, I was still like, yes, that's really cool. Um, Her features on it, which is mad. like. crazy. I can't even believe Stormzy's got her on his album. She is incredible. Like, we always big her up on here anyway. Um, But I kind of was thinking, do you think that's his little in to try and break the US? I think so. Because I don't think he's yet to sort of fully conquer the The US. US. No. Because obviously to them, I think the grime scene and Stormzy and those sorts of names, they're quite alien. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if I saw that he's appearing on Jimmy Fallon. I may have he, made that he, up. I'm I not swear sure, yeah. I saw that. Which, if Again, so, if he is, then that would be very good really for cool. him, yeah. Yeah. Also, H is on a feature. Yes, he is. <sighs> I just have a bit of a problem with H. Like, <laughs> I don't... I think he's overrated. I'll put it like that. I think yeah. he's overrated. I don't understand the hype for him maybe i will in the future he's just not my cup of tea he's not as of right either, now no, yeah 
Uh, he's still very young though as well. He's only just recently, I believe, turned 19. Obviously, he's put out some tracks and stuff so far. But yeah. again, maybe as he gets older and grows more and... We don't know. I Who just, knows? I'm not a fan as of right now. Um, but saying that, I'm not a fan of age, but I do quite like the track that he reaches on. So <laughs> here I am, just oh, contradicting myself. Yeah. <laughs> also really cool. So BBC Radio 1, their first number one of 2020 is Own It. There we go. I mean, I thought you would have given me a little bit more than that. I feel like I hyped it up and you were just like... There we go, it's oh. Own It. Yeah. But Stormzy own is owning it. it right now. Da, 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 own it. It's been in the charts a very long it's time. Like Ed Sheeran and Burner Boy, Sam's favourite person or favourite feature. Superheroes, he sings the Tracy the Beaker. The Tracy Beaker one. Big yeah. tune again. <laughs> I saw that all over Twitter. People were loving that. But um, So that was a bit of a random one. Um, just a bit, a bit of a throwback, Tracy yeah. yeah. Bit a bit of a throwback of a there. Nostalgia. Our childhood. Um, <laughs> Come running home from school, watching it on the TV. <laughs> Sam has put her fave songs from the album are Handsome, uh, One Second, which is the one featuring her, yeah. um, Own It, and then Vossy Bop. So, yeah, I mean, my faves are Vossy Bop, classic, just like that song. It is a good tune. Ever since it came out, I was like, yes, this is it. I was like, One Second and Wiley Flow. Yeah, uh, so yeah, the favourites from the album... I've got here are Wiley Flow and Rainfall featuring Tiana Major 9, which also uses the Mary Mary Shackles Praise You sample. It does, because I was sort of like, I know this, where do I know it? I was exactly the same, heard it and was just like, hold on, I've heard this before. (laughs) Where is this? Where is this coming from? Where is this from? But yeah. I mean, two, I think, solid albums to come out on the same day. Yep, very solid. Harry Styles and... Stormzy so we'll just have to see what happens I mean yeah Stormzy's had quite a good year last year so yeah. we'll see what he does this year yeah big things another album maybe maybe he's already working on one he could yeah we don't know um right so me and Sam normally have like the albums that we kind of listen to and then we'll sort of have our own ones as well so I thought because Sam's not here I and Ash is obviously not used to doing this podcast thing. I'm not. You're not. <laughs> it's just completely new to me. You're a rookie. I am. Yeah, so I thought, because Sam's not here, it's only right, I think, to sort of listen to the albums, because I didn't just want to quote, like, read off, you know, what she kind of said and be yeah. like, right, that's it. No emotions, <laughs> sort of like. No emotions reading it. Yeah. This is the album. <laughs> This is the album. I like it very much. Great. (laughs) You know? Full stop. (laughs) So I thought it was only right. Last night we kind of listened through the albums that she's listened to as well. Um, Just so we can give you a bit more than just the... Number two was my favourite track, (laughs) comma... (laughs) You're right. Yeah. You're looking for a job. Are you looking to take over Siri? Maybe. <laughs> just maybe. putting it, just pushing it out there. You get just a maybe. mic in front of you, and you're like, "That's it. This is my calling." This is this is my chance. <laughs> it's my chance to break through. One hit wonder. Um, right. So we'll go straight in. Another album that Sam listened to is K Tranada. K Tranada. Is that how you say it? K-Tranada. K-Tranada, K-Tranada. I'm really sorry. K-Tranada. I pronounced that wrong. I'm really sorry. But the album is called Bubba. 
It's 17 songs, 50 minutes, 44 seconds. So on um, the screenshot that Sam sent over to me, um, on Apple Music, it the genre is electronic. Mm-hmm. Gonna be honest, never heard of this artist before. I haven't, no. First time. I sort of was like, whoa, okay, what are we going to get into? Not sure. But you noticed something when we were looking into this yesterday, that on Spotify, um, under the sort of fans also like, it, Goldlink, Goldlink was one of yeah. the artists. It was. So then I was like... That's the mm, connection, that's it. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is why Sam listened to this album, maybe. Yeah, that's literally what I've put in the book. I've put... So I'm guessing this is why Sam isn't to this. <laughs> I didn't even realise, so she's literally put on the notes. Reminds me of Gold Length, so I obviously love it. <laughs> I know you too well. I know you too well. You noticed something as well, didn't you, when reading the bio, that he's like a producer. He's actually yeah. worked with quite a lot of he's like worked, really cool people. He has done a lot of uh, remixes, Yeah, a lot of production stuff. For like Gorillas. For Gorillas. What else was there? a couple of other big names that he's like kind of worked that he's with, kind of worked with really cool. or done remixes with but for me listen to it reminds me of like a lo-fi beats album so i was like you know what actually this is really chill yeah you could put this on in the background you could be doing your work and just be cracking on yeah. with whatever you want to do and just be listening to it i was reading also um i went on to nme and the review of the album sorry just burping away no. can taste bacon super noodles super great noodles. um so read on enemy <laughs> that it says has the real um has the feel of an expertly curated dj set and i was like that sums it up it does perfectly, perfectly yeah i've definitely got the same vibe because... it definitely reminds me sort of of like a bbc radio one sort of the club anthems yeah. Just after nine, something like that. Yeah. You'd, you know, you'd You're be in the car, along. turn dark. on BBC Radio One, it's dark, you've got the, you know, the street lights on. It's, that, it's just nice, chilled sort of album, it but is. also one. I feel like some aspects of it you could do your like revision to chill out to, but other ones you could put in the background when you're like getting ready for a night out. Yeah. And it'd get you. Or like pre drink, something like that. Pre drinky. Or the pre drinky, pre bevs, little few um, bevs. Also notice most of the tracks are actually quite short as well. So yeah, that's quite nice. That it seems I mean, yeah. It seems like it's quite a long album, but actually it's got seventeen songs and some of them are like two minutes long. Some of them not Which even. Is nothing that. Really, yeah. So Sam has put that her fave songs from the album, which is 10% featuring Kelly Uchis, Vexo featuring Gold Link, Eight Nine Fly, and Ari Pensmith. My faves were ten percent as well what you need which has got charlotte day wilson in it and then midsection which is the pharrell feature so my favorites for the off the album are puffler and vexo mm, you like that one too then i do the gold link one it's just a very chilled album you know obviously going into it when you're starting to listen to it and you see it under the electronic sort of styled or genre i was a bit like, oh no, it's not really my thing. I'm yeah. not. I was expecting sort of a bit of like a doof, doof, maybe doof. electronic, huh? Yeah. Rather than electronic, yeah. No, I think I was a bit like, oh, okay, what are we gonna have to listen to? But actually, nice. It surprise. was. It was a very nice surprise. It's just a very chilled album. And this is what proves the point that you shouldn't judge stuff before 
you've listened to it. I really enjoyed it, so thank you, Sam, for that one. Thank you. Um, so the next one on Sam's list was Labyrinth. The album is called Imagination and the Misfit Kid. So it's 15 songs, 38 minutes and 55 seconds. So, again, I know Sam is a very big fan of Labyrinth, so I knew she was going to be straight on this one. (laughs) Um, She's put, he's an actual genius. His ability to bring songs together, the production, his voice, it's all amazing. Um... Sam, I'm going to have to actually disagree with you on that one. Well, not disagree. First off, I didn't realise this was his like his second studio album. I guess yeah, because this, you, he crazy. pops up. Yeah, crazy. I really didn't and know does... that this was only his second album. Yeah. I guess because he like, does quite a lot of stuff with different artists. Obviously, he's got the whole LSD thing going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually realise this was only his second album. Um, this is going to be my like favorite term of this episode. Is he's definitely trying to push boundaries, um, but I think some songs for me personally are a little bit predictable. Like I'm listening to it and I'm like, yeah, that's what I sort of expect from Labyrinth. From Labyrinth. Not even like a, I don't know how to describe it. I just listen to it and I'm a bit like, oh. You can kind of just hear like maybe you know, a 10-second snippet of it, and then you can instantly already hear that it's Labyrinth. It's just that sort of sound. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know if there was some, for me, like, the LSD vibes in there, and I was sort of like, I've kind of heard it, and I, yeah. Sorry, Sam. You're not even here to defend it. (laughs) I feel so bad, because I'm just like, "Ah." like, I wasn't wowed by it, but definitely there, there were standouts on the album um so for me all for us which has got um what's her name zendaya oh zendaya yeah Yeah, which her voice is really cool um i like the vibe of that song it's a little bit dark but it was yeah it was a very good song and then something's got to give i think his voice is amazing on that um but you know i like i'll agree with sam like in the aspect of like his voice is incredible like there's no denying that um, I just think sometimes he's just a bit predictable. But Sam says that her favourite songs were Misbehaving, Like a Movie, Sexy MF and Oblivion, which is the last one featuring Sia. You didn't have any favourites, did I you? I didn't have any favourites from the album. Just Labyrinth. Not your thing. The album is just not my thing. Find them. It's just not. Didn't. Sam might None disown really. you now after that. He might not be the golden boy in her eyes anymore. Yeah. Sorry. Just, sorry, didn't really do anything for me. Moving on. So the last one is Lewis Capaldi. Divinely uninspired to a hellish extent. Extended version. So obviously Sam didn't really listen to the album the first time it yeah. came out. Um, I've just realised that I can't find Sam's notes on this one. But okay. Anyway, so the extended version just has, like, three extra songs on it. Um, so, obviously, I'm not going to go through the whole spiel of the album because I already reviewed that a few episodes ago. Way back. <laughs> yeah, way back when it came out, you know. Get with the times. Get on it. Um, so, it's 15 songs now, 53 minutes, 14 seconds. Um, I don't know if maybe they could have been released separately. I don't know if he had to do... An extended cut of well, the album? I, he, he's a 
funny character, Lewis, you know. Yeah, likes, we've talked about that before. You know, we've spoken before that, you know, his videos, he's quite funny, and I think with the extended edition, you know, he's kind of just a bit like, oh, a bit more of the I think the he money. did joke about that, to be fair, that you like... Oh, that's to rake some more money in. Rake some more Why money, not? buy the CD with three added tracks. But I guess saying that though they could have been re- released separately however they do match the theme of that album of the like album, the yeah. three songs are all very still within that like sad sad sort of heartbreaky music going through it yeah but i do really like before you go i think that's really catchy I and i do really like catchy. it when it comes up on the radio he has a great voice before you go it's <laughs> great I'm like jazzing it up. <laughs> oh, perhaps that's what he remix. Shout out Lewis if you're listening. You know, I've got my new Beats headphones <laughs> on. Why Just not? plugging that. Thanks, Dre. You made a good point yesterday that actually this album first came out in May. In the May, yeah. But the his songs are still charting. Yeah. Like, really high up as well. Really high up. Probably, I think, in maybe, like, between 1 to 10. Yeah. His songs are still going strong today. Which is crazy, actually, that it came out that long ago and actually still got a few... People are just really going through it. Why not? Just heartbreak. Anyway, singles. Singles. Right. So, as always, Sam has got more than me. So we'll start off with Samantha's song. Of course. So she, her first one is Cash Doll, um, Ice Me Out. And she said she's heard it, um, she first heard it on Beats Radio and it was disgui- described as Ratchet. And she's put, it definitely is that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a swag song, definitely not a feminist album. Oh, Interesting. Ratchet. <laughs> I haven't heard that word in ages. That's a good word. You ratchet. You <laughs> you ratchet asshole. <laughs> oh god. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> Can I Too say late. that? <laughs> do you want to do one of your ones? Yeah. So I've got "Sugar" by Brockhampton. Talk about it. It's a great song. <laughs> that's, that, it. that's it. <laughs> it's a great song. No, it's great. It's it's got melody. It's just. I think I talked about this when that album came out, when Ginger came out. Yeah, it's just good. <laughs> no, it's great. It's you know, it's got a lot of melody. All of their voices work really well into it. They are. Yeah. They work. It works so well with them. Again, in that song, I feel like um, each of them have their own. As always with the Brockhampton song, they all have their own moment yeah and i just that they actually yeah they all do have their own time to shine and each obviously each voice is different and they all have their own sort of take and spin on their lyrics and how it all incorporates with the song and the the melody and the beat and the video is fucking weird though the video is very weird so my first one starting off 2020 is happy vibes only Hopefully, fingers crossed. So my first one is Bastille, Joy. Joy. Great I'm song. just obsessed with that song. It does make me feel so happy. His voice is incredible. Yeah, it really is. And it's just, 
I listen to it, put my headphones in, and it just makes me feel all of the emotions, just, yeah. and it just... You feel all warm and fuzzy inside, you're all <laughs> happy. Enjoy. Feels like you can take on the world listening to that song. Yeah. You can conquer the world. And I like songs that make me feel like that. So, happy vibes only. Happy vibes only. 2K20. Sam's next one has got an artist called Georgia. And the song is called Never Let You Go. She said it's got like an electro feel to it. Uh, the girl's voice reminds her of a mix between Ellie Golding and Robin. Oh, interesting. interesting yeah. Again, Sam is quite the fan of Robin. So I can see why she would like that. But a mix of Ellie Golding and Robin. Interesting. That's reminded me. There was that um, Christmas song that Ellie Golding like covered didn't she yeah and i did not realize it was her because her voice sounded so different and not that her voice normally isn't great but this cover it was like she was hitting notes that i didn't even know that she could do and i was like she needs to do more of oh this oh my god where is this yeah where's this ellie it's anyway a completely different side so the next single i have is everything i wanted by billy eilish oh how convenient, because I have that on my list, too. Oh. Oh, oh. are you copying oh, me okay. now? Oh. You must have seen my notes. Oh, <laughs> that's it. You're, you're taking off this. I'll just edit all of your bits out. Yeah. <laughs> just have, like, a conversation with yourself. <laughs> I'd do anyway. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Yeah. No, it's... I mean, what can you say? She's got a good voice. You don't really like Billie Eilish, though, do you? See, I, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. You kind of are a bit annoyed but, by her yeah. presence. Just the... Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just... But that song at the moment, obviously with it being played on the radio... I mean, it kind of contradicts that I'm like, ooh, happy vibes, because this song is not It's that not happy, happy yeah. It's very mellow and quite sad but i i really like her voice you do like her voice i do like her voice but i just yeah i you know i don't know it's just something about her just not i quite like how basic it is in the terms of like instead of like bad guy where it's like did it you know like all that weird shit she's actually just like stripped back a little bit and you can just hear her singing and like giving out all this emotion. I think it's really cool. I really like it. So Sam's next one is Freedom Fry, Clint Eastwood. Um, so it's a contemporary folk band. Um, great cover apparently. Yeah, obviously Clint Eastwood is the um, Gorilla song. Gorilla song. Um, but she said it's a great cover. It's stripped back. So I'm really intrigued that's, to actually um, yeah, listen oh, to that. Yeah, that sounds quite interesting to listen to. Um, she's put the girl doing the vocals is bewitching. Heard it on the morning show, uh, which is an Apple program. Interesting though. That's actually I want to sort of hear that. That is, yeah. I might have to pull up Spotify. And, it's like uh, a stripped back folk cover of Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Yeah, that's quite. That's pretty cool. I'm intrigued. Is, yeah, that's piqued my interest. That has. Um, so my next one is Muramasa, slow type, deal with it. So I keep burping it, so it's goddamn bacon super noodles. They're getting to me. <laughs> He's like shaking his head like, oh, no. what do I have to deal with? <laughs> 
what can I say about this song? Like, if you like the streets and you're sort of like a bit of blur, this is right up your street, really honestly. Again, it's a track that took a little bit of time to sort of get there yeah. for me. But I think where you really like Slow Tie... I am a big fan. And I've started listening to him a bit more... I now sort of get his style. You kind of get And it. that he's just all over the place is the best way to describe it. Like, Pretty he doesn't much, really yeah. settle for one style. He likes to try a bit he of He likes a bit, bit of everything, you know, with the, obviously, he's got, like, the sort of weird sort of punk influences. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, like, this deal with it, with taking Muramasa, sort of... I really like yeah. as well. Um, but... Do with it. Do with it. Is a really cool song. Like, I heard it when I was driving home after work today, and I was like, yes, like, I just want to turn the radio up, and I just feel like you want to jump. You just want to jump everywhere. and just sort of mosh pit and just go. Obviously, not while driving. I do not. Yeah, don't condone <laughs> going crazy on the road in a car. Keep your eyes on the road. Sensible. Two hands on the wheel. <laughs> at all times. At three o'clock. No. Two o'clock and ten o'clock. <laughs> I don't know if that's... Two it. and ten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I would really recommend listening to that. That was nearly my record of the month. Oh. Very close. Very close. Wow. So my next single is Nothing Breaks Like a Heart, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, which is a cover of the Miley Cyrus song. Yeah, I mean, yesterday when I was like, right, what singles are you talking about? And you were like, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. And I was like... What? I was like, what are you talking about? No, I was just like, why are you, of all people, talking about Miley Cyrus? And you were like, no. I'm not, it's her car. (laughs) I have heard it. It's alright. It's pretty cool. I think it's a great cover. Obviously, it's completely different to what Frank Carter... You like Frank Carter, though, don't you? Yeah, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes are great. Um, So, obviously, yeah, this, this cover is obviously something completely different to his usual sound and their usual sound. And to the original track and it's very yeah very different to the original track but still sort of sticks to the same sort of plan and root of the original Um, but yeah i think it's great you should give it a listen if you haven't cool um so next one from sam we have got amara polo dominic fike and kenny beats with the song hit me up now i am a fan of all three of these people so this i was very excited to see that this was on sam's list (laughs) um she's put alternative funky group vocals which yeah i think if you've got dominic fike and amara polo their voices are both really really cool and i'm a fan of this track as well so as i said i was very excited to see that sam had put this on her list Right, so I'll talk about my last one, um, and also I'm going to plug something as well at the same time. So my last single is Echo and the Bunnymen, and the song is Silver. Now, the thing that I am plugging, so um, we now have our website, so that's Hey-o. exciting. Yeah. So you can check it out by going to pumpupthejampodcast.com. It's all official, very exciting. Um, obviously, the website needs a little bit of work still, but I just wanted to get it out there. Um, the reason I wanted to get it out there was because um, we now have a blog also. I now do like a weekly blog. 
So yeah, so hopefully I am posting every Wednesday. I'm making my way through a book called A Thousand and One Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. Now, it's by a gentleman called Robert Dimery. I just saw it on Amazon and I was like, you know what? I really need that because I want to sort of check it out, see what's in there. So basically, I just kind of decided that every Wednesday I'm gonna post about a different album um, every week and sort of give my opinions on it I guess um, so yeah you can kind of check that out on our website um, it's just really weird to say that we've got a website now like I'm so excited about that it's great anyway so the first album because basically I've done like a random like generator thing so it's not like I'm working my way through each decade so the first album that I got was Echo and the Bunnymen Ocean Rain so I really enjoyed that album um, and I really liked the song Silver from it. So I wanted to put it as one of my top singles of the month. Why not? So Sam's last single that she's got is Wale featuring Meek Mill and Rick Ross. Routine it's called. Uh, and she is put, it's a banger. Wale said in an interview with Hot 97 that Meek sent him this record while whilst he was locked up. So clearly he was like, you know what, when I'm out... This is what we're doing. (laughs) I'm doing it. This is it. (laughs) So my last single is Still Disappointed by Stormzy. Yes. So in the new section, we will go a bit more into depth about about this. But you can still review it now. What do you think? Obviously we can talk a bit more about it later, but so far from the track it's... It's a very different Stormzy, going back to his sort of grime roots. Very well, very storm, uh, very different to what he's just that album yeah, just released. Yeah, heavy as the head. It's very different from that, obviously. Yeah, and it's kind of shown a different bit more of a sort of Feistier. a different feisty side of uh, Stormzy, shall we say? Yeah. Record of the month. So the record of the month for me is going to be deal with it. Muramasa and slow time. I know, I'm sorry. I've sort of ruined it because it was on my singles. I apologise. But it is a very good song. It is a very good song, obviously, yeah. We've really briefly talked about it. Um, You're just a slow tie fanboy, aren't you? Um, yeah. Slow tie's great. (laughs) (laughs) He's great. It's great, man. It's great, man. totally awesome, dude. So, my record of the month is another Billie Eilish song. But it's a bit of a throwback one, so it is Ocean Eyes. So she, I think she released this when she was like 13 years old, which is actually, like, it blows my mind. That is mental. That someone of that age can be that talented, and she just seems like she's getting better and better. Um, but Ocean Eyes, her voice just incredible in that. And for me, it's one of those songs that I have to put on repeat. I just, yeah, I can't stop listening to it. And I'm a bit obsessed with it. Um, so Sam's record of the month is Kilo Kish, hopefully I'm saying that right, and the song is Nice Out. So she's put classified as alternative R&B, um, but it's got like electronic vibes, and she says they've got a great voice. So there you go. That is record of the month. Record of the month. So, news section. Now, you have written more of the notes than me, so you're going to have to... Explain it. Yeah. So we've kind of just mentioned it a little bit. So yeah. Last single. Mentioned the last single. So Stormzy and Wiley 
have just been beefing. They've been beefing, they've been going at it. It's fucking mental. Thing is, though, I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, Wiley was starting beef with Ed, he was starting beef with Drake. He was sort of going at it with everyone and, and now... didn't really get any responses, I suppose. Well, no one really sort of bit to it. But now he's just moved on to Stormzy, and obviously Stormzy has just given it back to him, really. Yeah. So, where did it start? So, I don't even know where it started. As far as I know, I, it all come from the Stormzy Wiley Flow track off Heavy as the Head. No, it was before that. I read something that it was before that. They had a bit of an issue before that. And basically, the reason why Stormzy put Wiley Flow on his album was a little bit of a like, we're cool, like, this is my little homage to you yeah. that's what i read yeah yeah so with obviously with this the, the wiley flow um a lot of people sort of saw it as like as you were saying like a sort of a salute and a little sort of homage to sort of you know shouting out wiley but then a lot of people sort of saw it as like a an underlying sort of disrespect mm, i guess so i yeah that's what i sort of read is that some people say it's like a little it's a little bit of a dig a nod to him and then some people say it's like potentially a little bit of a dig yeah. um but sam's put like what is wiley's issue he's been speaking out recently like against loads of people as we just said yeah it's just a bit crazy. Like, it is. Wiley is really showing himself in a really bad light. Which is weird, yeah, which is crazy, because obviously, you know, both seem to be on pretty good terms with each other. And obviously, you know, Storms even shouted Wiley out in his breakout track, Know Me From. Yeah. Where do you know me from? Yeah. So, again, it kind of... I Well, I think bit... it's sto- it stems from that whole Ed beef didn't it? Well, I think yeah. that's what the I issue think, yeah, was. I think, yeah, that was the and main then, sort of centre of... And then I think he called him like a pagan or whatever he did. Um, and then clearly Stormzy was obviously angry about that. But they, I thought they made up and then that's why he put the Wiley Flow track on his album. Now, I clearly think that Wiley still just has an issue about Ed being on Stormzy's tracks. Um, and Sam's even put he has an issue with Stormzy having other artists who aren't grime on his songs. Yeah. And just put, I don't get why. I don't either. But when we were talking last night, you said, like, quite an interesting thing. That, like, Wiley has that reputation of being the, like, king of grime or whatever. Yeah, the, oh, you know, he, the nickname is that he is the godfather of grime. There you go, so. the godfather of grime, right? And clearly, I think he just has a bit of an issue that... Stormzy has got so popular so quickly that people are not obviously calling him the godfather of grime because, you know, that's not how it works. But people are really, like, liking him and thinking he's, like, on top form. Thing is, I don't want to sound out of order, but Wiley isn't really relevant. What I mean by that, he's not relevant in the mainstream. Yeah. But like in the underground still, well, in the grime, grime scene, in that grime scene, like, yeah, he is like. But maybe that's what the issue is. He doesn't like. He's one of these like purists where it's like, well, he's a grime artist, so he shouldn't be like selling out. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's what his issue is. Um, but I think me and Sam agree. I don't know if you agree, but I think Stormzy hands down won that fucking beef. Well. <laughs> No. I think first, you know, I think 
Stormzy has obviously with the track still disappointed. He kind of fired back and that was the track that I was like, okay, now he's taking it really seriously. Do you not think, and I said this to you before, that Wiley, with his first one... Idiot's Gangman. He just used one of his old tracks. He did. He that used beat. the same he just the used same it. beat off his 2017 Godfather album, Bring Them All Holy Grime. So what, has he just done that with all the rest of them? Because then he stole the art that he used for that yep. from Stormzy. From Stormzy, yep. So, so I... I yeah. He's just got an issue with Stormzy. And I just like that Stormzy and his tracks are just like, you know what, I'm drinking tea. Just drinking the tea Come and at that's me. it, yeah. Whatever. I'm just drinking my tea, being chill, going on fucking morning TV in my slippers because I forget my trainers. But also yeah. another thing that is interesting yeah. is that I think this was before Wiley dropped the Idiots Gangman 3, is that Wiley's younger brother released his side of the beef. With a track. What, before any of this happened? No, so the diss tracks had happened. Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, just before Wiley released Idiot's Game Man 3. Oh, 3, yeah. I think, from what I was looking up, that his younger brother decided to get involved and get his side of the beef. And his younger brother is Cadell, and his track was called World War 3. So now we've got his brother, Wiley's younger brother getting in on it as well now i've not listened to it in all honesty i did not listen to it so yeah he's now all of a sudden yeah his younger brother's getting involved because Stormzy mentioned his younger brother and wiley's family and stuff in one of the other in disappointed i just think wiley needs to chill out i just he's clearly got an issue right and i just don't think he's vocalizing it the best way and i think he's starting beef with people he shouldn't be starting beef with he just needs to chill out. He's, yeah. He's getting old. Well, not old, but, you know, he's older than Stormzy. Yeah, a lot older. He needs to just chill out and not be getting involved in this kind of things. You should be having a family, settling down, not beefing with everybody. Maybe he's bored. He could just be bored. Maybe he's it's trying just, to be relevant again. It's Who just knows? a great way, especially with someone like Stormzy, as we were saying before earlier as well, that... Obviously, Stormzy now has reached a a big point, hitting mainstream and popularity. Perhaps Wiley wants to get his name back out there. Potentially, who knows? This could be a gateway for him or people to be nah. going back to listen to Wiley's old stuff. Maybe who knows? We'll just have to see how it carries on. If it will carry on, if they squash the beef, who mm. knows? So far, Stormzy has yet to follow up with a diss track back. So I don't think I listened to the last Wiley one. Oh, what, Idiot's Game Man 3? No, I think the last one I listened to was disappoint- Still Disappointed. Yeah. Which was great, by the it way. It was very great. That is a great single. He got he, the lyrics trending. He did, yeah, the lyrics trending. People were going crazy on Twitter <laughs> and everyone was like, that's it, Stormzy's one. Mm-hmm. It's good to see a little bit of beef, though. Kind of reminds you of the old beef. 90s, early 2000s beef. What? Of rappers going oh, yeah, at it. just the... The boyf. The boyf. The boyf. Right, so we are on to the main theme. So, as I said in the intro, as it is January, we're doing our 2019 wrapped. Do apologise, it's started to rain and I can hear it really loudly. So I do (laughs) apologise if that interrupts your listening experience. 
Um, anyway, as I was saying, so it's kind of, it's a bit different this year because I've stayed with Spotify, Sam has gone over to Apple Music, um, and if you do remember a few episodes back, she did um, say that obviously she was a bit like, what am I going to do in, you know, 2020? Um, and then said that someone had made, like, their own makeshift, like, Apple wrapped thing. Um, and then before she knew it, they had actually made, like, an official one. So we're going to sort of be comparing the two. But then also talking about each of our 2019 wrapped. I will say, though, I don't think I listened to Spotify or I streamed as much music as I did last year. I think oh. an issue for that or a reason for that is because where I started to drive yeah. and I can't plug my phone in because Mavis is so old that she's got a tape she's deck. She's old school. <laughs> I think I just kind of stick with, you know, listen to radio or the tapes that Sam got me. Yeah. Right, let's get this crack-a-lacking. So, Sam's has started out with her streaming time is 211 hours is equivalent to 8.7 days cool. of apple music of streaming that that's crazy that is pretty mental that is i think mine was in minutes yeah mine obviously because we both use spotify yeah uh, they can't it only uses the minutes yeah so i think i listened to 15,544 minutes spent on spotify last year that's crazy. And I had 27,660 minutes spent on Spotify. But you get to listen to your music at work. I, I do. can't have my phone at work. So a lot that of that has sense. come from listening to music at work. Um, I just want to say, so the sort of Apple Music 19 replay, it's called, the layout is quite different. I mean, Spotify didn't really do their normal thing where it's like just a bunch of photos. They they put together like a little video. It was like a, yeah, like a little video package with slideshows <laughs> and... The Spotify one started off with your sound changed with the seasons and then it kind of goes through each season. Mm -hmm. So with my winter one... Um, it was the standouts were Wombats, Ariana Grande, and then old school hip hop house party playlist that they have on there. Um, and then my song that was featured over that. So they basically, it was a video where they, you know, like, um, I guess it's like Instagram stories, you know, where you can kind of flick through. Flick through them. Yeah. So if someone's added dance. a song, you can hear the song as yeah. you keep clicking through the so, slideshow. My winter one, the song that featured over that was Ariana Grande, Imagine. What was your winter one? I believe mine for winter was Wood by Alice in Chains. Ooh, very nice. Um, so then it moved on to Spring, which my standouts were Tyler and then Feel Good Friday playlist. Um, so over the top of that, I had Tyler Earthquake playing. Yep, a lot of mine was pretty much Tyler. Yeah. No shock. <laughs> no. And then the summer one again was Tyler and then a bit of Joji. <laughs> yeah. And then also was Summer Rewind. Um and the song that played over that section was Joji Sanctuary. Great track. Um and then my full section again was Tyler. And then it had a bit of posty on there. Again, old school hip hop playlist popped up. Apparently I really enjoyed go, yeah. that. In the colder months. Um and then obviously a bit of Harry popped up. And then the song over that was Harry Lights Up. So yeah, in my full one, I had the track No Halo by Brockhampton. Very nice. You are a so fan of that song, I aren't you? I am a very big fan of that song. Yeah, so then um, it moved on to One Lucky Artist was your number one. No shock. Mine was Tyler. 
Obviously. Yeah, my so, lucky artist was number one, Tyler. Yeah, there so apparently I spent 25 hours listening to Tyler. And apparently my favourite track of Tyler was Earthquake. Yeah, I... That was one of my top <laughs> songs was Earthquake by Tyler as well. You made my earthquake. Uh, you, you made my earthquake. Um, and then Sam's one on Apple Music, her top artist was Gold Link. Again, that's no real shock to me. It's very predictable from her. <laughs> but then it moved on, so then it said... Um, on an Apple Music thing, it was like, you have listened to 43 different artists so far this year. Who are your current favourites? So with the Apple Music one, it lists the artists and then how many hours you've listened to them. Oh, so good. Gold Link, four hours. Stormzy, four hours. Post Malone, three. Beyonce, three. Common, three. Drake, three. Chance the Rapper, three. Joyner, Lucas, yep. three hours. Rich 32's on there. Madonna's on there. Bastille. Oh. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Tyler's on there. Well the Night Cafe. Professor Green. Snoop Dogg. Labyrinth. London. <laughs> Symphony Orchestra. And then Dermot Kennedy. Um, so with Spotify, it then yeah listed the top artists. Top artists, yeah. Um, so my number five was Joji. Number four was Logic, which I was a little bit confused about because I feel like I didn't really listen to Logic as much last year. Oh well. Um, my number three was Childish. Second, Ariana Grande. Again, I don't feel like I listened to her as much. Oh well. And then number one, Tyler. Yeah. Obviously. So with obviously Spotify again, my top five artists were starting at five was MF Doom. Yeah, cool. Uh, number four was Linkin Park, Ooh. which was a surprise because I just happened to listen to them occasionally at work just for the nostalgia and all of a sudden, yeah, top. it's one of my top Ooh, artists. So. very nice. Uh, number three, again, I'm a, a bit confused like you. Number three is Logic. And mm. now again, I don't feel like I listen to a lot of Logic, but uh, again, number two is Mad Villain which is just basically MF Doom. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, no surprise for number one, which is Tyler. Hmm. Obviously. It's got to be. Yeah. So, something that Spotify doesn't do, that Apple Music apparently does, is does the top albums that you listen to, which, actually, I'm a little bit jealous of that. Yeah, but I, I feel kind like, of again, wish, mine would be a bit You know, they've added the top artists, they've done the... Top songs. You know, top songs, you, you know, the number one lucky artist... With, they've done top albums with us you sort of get to know the top artists top songs yeah. um but it would be kind of cool but also i think a bit predictable for maybe both of us what our yeah, top I albums think, would yeah. be anyway yeah. um <laughs> yeah that'd be number one <laughs> number one all day so the top albums she's put ignore christmas music but i just want to say that one of the top albums is a christmas album <laughs> No shame. <laughs> um, it is a Christmas gift for you, um, which features various artists, but that's had 64 plays, apparently. So, Sam, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> then Gold Link, um, that album, she's listed some of her favourite songs from it as well, so Maniac and Yard. Again, we know that she was a big fan of Gold Link. Yeah. Gashi. She's picked out The Source and Creep On Me. She also had Chance the Rapper, The Big Day. I was not really a fan of that album. Um, but she's put that she was actually surprised that album was on there. Um, but she's listed the favourite songs as Hot Shower 
and I got you. Labyrinth, Imagination, and then Misfit Kid. Obviously, we've spoken about that. Yeah, we have. But that's on there. <laughs> Wretch 3 2, Upon Reflection. Um, she's listed 10 out of 10, and then All In. Kay Tranada, again, is on there, but we've already spoken about that one. Snoop Dogg, I Want to Thank Me. Um, again, she said, surprise, this is on there. But she's put her fave songs as So Misinformed, Countdown, Turn Me On. A little bit of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dog. Dog. Um, she's got Posty, Hollywood's Bleeding. She's listed the fave songs as Allergic, Circles, Staring at the Sun, and Wow. Wow. Um, also a little bit of a surprise from Sam, there's a Hey Dougie, the Greatest Hits album on there. Now, Ash, if you're not familiar, Hey Dougie is a children's programme that Noah is obsessed with. So she's put, oh no, sorry, it's Hey Dougie, the Greatest Hits badge, volume one. Oh. And then she's put, not surprised this is on there, Noah loves Hey Dougie and I play this when we're getting ready or when he's in the bath. Fave song has got to be Hey Dougie, dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Great, thank you for that, Sam. That's going to be on the playlist now. Great. There we go. How is anybody supposed to take us seriously? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of cool, but I guess that's kind of like... Did you ever have, like, iTunes? Yeah. And then, like, it used to list how many times you played certain yeah, songs Yeah, I remember going stuff. through and then checking. So I guess then, it's yeah. uh, kind of like that. The Gold Link album, it's got 48 plays. The Gashi album's got 47 Big Day, 42. Um, the Labyrinth album, 40 plays. Uh, Wretch 3, 2, 39. K Tranada is 35 plays. Snoop Dogg, 1 is 35. Posty, 34. Hey Dougie, 33 plays. Interesting. It can probably, like, narrow it down. Yeah, it really is very specific. Spotify doesn't tell you that, does it? No, it doesn't. I guess that's one thing, actually, I'm a little bit sad about, because with the Apple Music one, it does sort of tell you, like, specific. It's a little bit... That's a plus one. Yeah, I would... Yeah, I would give that to them. That's uh... Um, But going back to the Spotify one, um, so then it's got world citizen so then it goes through like how many different like countries you've basically listened to so mine was i've listened to 25 art like artists from different countries um so i had ariana feature on there from the us i had 1975 from the uk i had avril from canada i had david guetta from france and then dermot kennedy from ireland there we go interesting I think maybe with the Spotify one, though, because it's sort of been around for a couple of years, they sort of have a bit more in-depth. Where I think yeah. with Apple Music, because it's sort of their first one, I don't know without seeing it properly if it did go into as much depth. As much depth and like detail to find out. But obviously, if I am incorrect, obviously just let me know. And I'll apologise. <laughs> but... um. Um, so then it moved on to sort of like the most your most popular like genre. So I think me and you both got genre fluid. Yeah, that's correct. Shocked though that my number one genre is pop though. Yeah, see, obviously mine was different. My top genre was hip hop, but again, I wouldn't really say that was a surprise. See, mine's a little bit surprising. I don't know who I've listened to enough to... I guess maybe it's Ariana pushing pop through. Pushing the pop through. Yeah, because mine goes 
from top to bottom. So my number one's pop, then rap, then rock, then pop punk, then indie rock. Which again, I'm not surprised at any of those. I'm just surprised that pop is but number one. But the pop one. is the yeah, the number one for that. Yeah. So then it goes into you loved these songs the most. So I had Joji, Sanctuary, Amar Apollo, You Got Me, Childish, 3005, Childish, Redbone, Childish, <laughs> Me and Your Mum. <laughs> yeah, a lot of childish. Fucking hell. Yeah. So yeah, my top songs were Earthquake by Tyler, uh, Eagle's Theme by Tyler, another <laughs> Tyler track, uh, Crowbar by Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, Wood by Alice in Chains, and No Halo by Brockhampton. Very nice. Um, so then it comes up with In Perfect Harmony. I apparently discovered 209 new artists last year. Crazy. Um, and apparently really vibed with the Night Cafe. You did see them live? <sighs> yes, but when you look on the video, it's like you listen to one album. You spent <laughs> like an hour with them. And it's like, yes, because I just listened to that one just, album. Yeah, just that one. So it just seems a bit odd that that came up for some reason oh well but um yeah i mean one of the props i think for last year's wrapped was that obviously as we're moving on to a new decade they did do the whole sort of your decade like music that defined your decade yeah so again i think the apple music kind of lacks in that one um but you never know it may be an addition soon when they work on it yeah of course but again for me it was really cool because i've had spotify for like years and years and years so here it literally goes through from like when i first had it so it says music that defined your decade so my first one was 2012 and then it lists so the top song for me that year apparently was sleeping with sirens stomach tied in knots and my top artist was midnight beast there we go. Okay. And then 2013, my top song was Hold On, We're Going Home by Drake. <laughs> Just um, but my top artist was Don Broco. Well, bit weird. Bit, yeah. um, 2014, my top song was Sex by 1975. And then my top artist was 1975. There we go. So it was clearly <laughs> yeah. them then. Um, 2015, my top song was Can't Feel My Face. That's by The Weeknd. Weekend, yeah. But my top artist was Newfound Glory. Oh. <laughs> I think that's really cool one. It's so is, different. It's so, it varies so different. Um, 2016, my top song was Tiny Raindrop by Balance and Composure. My top artist was Balance and Composure. Um, 2017, my top track was Slide oh, by Calvin oh, Harris. That is a fucking good, love that, that is song. a great song. It's a banger. And my top artist again for the second year in a row was Balance and Composure. 2018, my top song was Sobs Quietly um, by Mum Jeans. My top artist was Wombats. And then 2019, my top track was Imagine. And my top artist was Tyler. Hey so it's kind of cool to reflect and sort of reminisce about stuff like that. Um, and also listen to your past year on Spotify. Um, but then it did then come up with Artists of the Decade, which I thought was really fucking cool. That was really cool. Again, mine is no shocker, but mine is Childish Gambino. There we go. And my artist was Tyler. That's because you haven't had Spotify for a very I long time. I have not though. had Spotify for a very long time. And even when I sort of did sort of dabble in it, it wasn't premium. But with Sam's one... It does also give you the top song. So she's got 
Joiner Lucas, Isis, Stormzy, Vossibop, Goldling, Zulu Screams, um, Pharaoh, oh, I can't say that. The Simon Says, yeah. <laughs> um, the Godzilla The Godzilla one, one. reminds me I can me never say that. Um, Stormzy Crown, then she's got Pro Green, so Professor Green, Matters of the Heart, Eminem, Lucky You, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow. Of course, you fucking have that song on there. I hate that song so much. Um, Ariana Grande, <laughs> Side to Side, Dave, Location, Beyonce, Halo, Nikki, Moment for Life. Of course, that's on there. That's really cute. And then Paramore, Hard Times. Ooh. Ooh. A bit of Paramore. But yeah, I'm. I mean, I was pretty happy with mine. Yeah. Um. Apart from like the whole pop thing. Yeah, I thought mine was pretty kind of like yeah, I could see that coming and who the artists were obvious, and the songs. Yeah. It was a bit obvious. Uh, it was quite interesting also to discover that apparently on Spotify it says I had discovered 532 new artists. Oh, so again, it's probably because you're so new, so new to, to this it still, that is, spot yeah. by. But that's really cool, though. But I think, yeah, to sum it up, I think with Apple Music, they're probably still, like, developing theirs. Where, mm. you know, where Spotify's had a few years to sort of, you know, Sort of work on it, it adapt and... it, change it. and Yeah, so, I mean, they did do, last year, they did very similar, like, little card things where it you know it had your 2019 rap that you could share to like instagram and stuff like this um but they've also obviously done a decade one which i think definitely like stands out in my eyes it does I just, stand out a lot more as i said i quite like that whole like reminiscing thing i mean yeah. i still listen to the same music that i did no shame. years and years ago there's no shame in it but no i mean i'm excited with like each year that progresses like how they both develop it if they will continue to do it yeah um i feel like apple normally excels at quite a lot of stuff anyway so we'll just give them time and see yeah i'm sure you know, you know give them a couple of years maybe or so and then a lot of improvements yeah. a lot of additions i mean i think theirs is just a bit brief or like a bit basic yeah but one of their bonuses for me personally is it says how many times you've played yeah, I do, things, to be fair. Um, do like which that. I would be really intrigued to see, again, like, the albums. Yeah. Like, how many times I've listened to certain albums and stuff like that. Well, your top songs, it gives you, like, an actual, you know, how many times it's actually, how, how many, many times you actually have listened to whatever your top song was. Like the old school iTunes yeah. thing. But... Yeah, so that is January's episode, pretty much. Um, we won't whittle on any more. But yeah, no, I mean, if you have, you know, your own Spotify wrapped or your Apple um, 19 replay, please share it with us. We kind of want to compare, you know, see what everybody else has sort of been listening to. If you have any little guilty pleasures in there that you're a bit ashamed about or you do you're like you know what this is me i am proud of this this is my jam if you just dis- yeah if this is my jam um you know if you disagree with certain things on yours like my top genre is pop apparently who knew it you're so guided about it I'm just, you know, I'm supposed to be like alternative and then it comes up <laughs> like spotify's trying to out me as being like a pop princess. You're a pop princess. <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. If you want to, you know, message us and share your 2019 wrapped or your 19 replay, feel free. Yeah, again, obviously it's been a bit different today because Sam has not been here. Um, wish her well. But, yeah, so as always, um, we are on social media. So you can find us 
um on twitter facebook and instagram by pump up the jam pod um we now have a brand spanking new website so go to pump up the jam podcast.com um you can find (laughs) thanks ash (laughs) you're my little hype man today (laughs) um yeah so you can basically on there you can find all the previous episodes listed um as of right now i cannot find a way to sort of list all the playlists in like a nice way i'd sort of at the moment the only way i can do it is sort of post them separately which is a little bit annoying um but saying that so if you do want to check out the music that we have mentioned in this episode um obviously we're unable to play all the music that we speak about get copyrighted and taken down it'd be a very sad day we don't want that no we don't want that um so we make a spotify and an apple playlist um that basically accompanies each episode so you can kind of reference that and obviously if you want to know what tracks we're talking about you can listen to it via those platforms so yeah just type in pump up the jam podcast on spotify and apple music find us there um, and then of course you can always email us pump up the jam pod at gmail.com send in any recommendations or anything like that but again you are able to do that through our brand new website that yeah. i'm just plugging over and over again and of course please check out my blog post because that's you know one of my 2020 i don't it's not really a, res- a resolution i just kind of want to maybe it's like a goal let's say just I guess a goal it's kind of the same thing um but i just want to keep up with this blog and just see how i go and obviously let me know what you think of that but as always get in touch let us know what you think of this episode obviously thank you so much ash for filling in thank for you Sam. for having me who knows maybe you'll feature again maybe the people will love you oh it's probably just a one-time thing I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway thank you so much ash for um filling in today it's highly appreciated so anyway thank you so much for listening thank really you. appreciate it thank you guys thank you bye, bye.